Good evening, family. Tech Talk Radio, I'd like to present to you all the Freak Nick. I'm your host, Tech, Tech Money, the Tech Meister of Love, technically sound, technically everything that you needed him to be when you need him to be it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> enough joking, but what we talk about on this platform, we talk about black love, we talk about poly- uh, polygamy, sex, side pieces, spirituality, depression, as it relates to black love because I, I believe the secret to building a black community is building the black family okay and I believe that there's many different venues and avenues to get this because we're all different and if we know a lot about African spirituality or African systems right then we also understand that African people have always had a variety of different systems that they use to achieve one end and or the other right so let me just talk a little bit about myself because this is kind of the first episode you know i just kind of want to break the ice a little bit talk about what i like you know what i mean uh i'm kind of doing a little dating thing right now you know what i mean uh i kind of have a preference though ladies my preference is either slim or thick all right slim or thick i really don't like the in between you know what i'm saying uh if you got like a little bit of meat, then I'm gonna ask you to get a little bit more meat, right? And if you slim and you just like, you know, just just a couple of cheeseburgers away from that midpoint, you know, I'm gonna ask you to slow it down. I know that sounds messed up. And I, I mean, it ain't a deal breaker, but I like what I like, all right? Especially when it comes comes to the bedroom play. Now, I don't know, but the thick girls, y'all, y'all got something. Y'all got some, y'all always stealing nuts from me. Okay, now notice how vulgar that came off. I just wanted to let y'all know what kind of show this was going to be. And I've had me a little bit of drink before I started. So this is kind of how I talk on a normal, regular basis. But yeah, big girls, uh, thick girls especially, I don't know what it is that y'all do, but y'all be stealing nuts. Now for y'all who are not familiar, for the women who are not familiar with the concept of stealing the nut, because maybe you just ain't dealt with enough ratchet niggas or they just ain't told you what had happened. You dealt with a lot of liars. Uh, basically, it's when a man, he didn't got prepared to go jump up in it, right? He didn't jacked all everything else he needed to do. He didn't already made up in his mind that he finna go kill this right here. So he ain't even thinking about shit that he doing. He just going in. You know what I'm saying? And at some point, between, you know, just and one of them strokes, you get caught off guard, you know, and ladies know when a man get caught off guard because, you know, the, the strokes start changing. He starts slowing up. He might pull out to go look at it, rub on your, you know, rub on your pussy. You know, I'm not trying to talk about too much. I'm just trying to keep it real. I'm just trying to keep it real. My bad, fellas. I'm just trying to keep it real, right? So, yeah, when you're going in there and all of a sudden, bang, it just happens. <clears throat> you got no control. That's stealing the nut. Now, I'm not saying that big women are the only ones capable of doing this. I'm just saying with me, with me, I don't know what the hell it is, but I get caught off guard with them primarily. All right. And then when we go talk about the slim, hey, I like slim too. Uh, Slim just a little bit different. Slim kind of gives me a different type of problem. You know what I'm saying now? If any of y'all seen that Cat Williams special, you're going to kind of tell where I'm going with this because there's a good, big difference between uh, big dick and good dick. Okay. Now, 
I ain't got no hangups about my dick at all. But I know my dick is about as big as it's ever gonna get. And I just know how to use that motherfucker. Now, something about, you know, and I'm just not just, you know, I'm not saying about just any thick girl, any slim girl, so they get that out the way. But when it comes to, you know, a girl that I like, something about them slim girls. Like, my dick be trying to get hard, but not hard all the way. Right. <clears throat> Fellas might know what I'm talking about if you... If he's saying that he don't, he fucking lying. Because there's different levels of hardness for any man's penis. Okay. You got that, you know, that first stage, that P-boner. just. Then you got that, okay, you know, like I might, you know, nigga might be ready to jack off. Or you don't know what the hell's going to go on. And then you got that one to when you're ready. Where you didn't found about an inch and a half more dick than, than you normally had. You know what I'm saying? This is not one of them situations. This is one of them situations, dick too ready, motherfucker get hard, like the motherfucker hard than the motherfucker, but you ain't finished getting hard yet, you know what I'm saying, like it's almost like you got the little sucked in balls effect, but your balls are dropping, so it's just like, if you ain't got no type of confidence, or you can't slide up under it real quick, you know, that might lead to some, to some issues, I don't know, I haven't had, you know what I mean, but that do look awkward than a motherfucker. <laughs> so i just had to get that out of the way family i know that was a little uh raw and ratchet but i just kind of want to set the tone for what kind of show this could be uh i talk about these things freely i don't have a problem with it um you know i think that's one of the things that we really got to get over we got to get over this uh this this thing of sexual embarrassment you know i think we learned this early on for many of us who were um born in a Christian or Catholic household and things like that, I think you learn that pretty early that, you know, your own sex, your own desires, your own nudity is something to be rejected, right? So what I try to do is uninhibit the family just by <clears throat> giving it to them plain, raw, and real, because there's nothing to be ashamed about. This is how we all got here. You know what I'm saying? Our parents were having all different types of relationships and all kinds of sex that we don't really want to think about. But why don't you think about them? Because we've been taught, to, you know, we've been taught that way. We've been taught to think that way. Right. Now, even though I'm not saying that you supposed, you know, that you ever fantasize, you ever think about your parents having sex. But the idea should not be so foreign to you. In fact, you know. I've had some of the best conversations about sex with my great-grandfather. I didn't grow up with my father, but I had my great-grandfather. And damn near any question I had about it, uh, he was willing to talk about it and use his own experiences, uh, which I found to be very, very helpful. So I'm just kind of passing that on to you. But one of, okay, so let's get into one of the topics I want to talk about today as it relates to that. So you guys kind of see how I'll go into the, to the whatever, you know, I'm going to talk about it. But I'm gonna talk about these side pieces. All right, yeah, I'm gonna jump right into it. I'm gonna jump right into the side piece discussion because you know Christmas is almost around the corner, and there's a lot of there's a lot of things that's going on, and we don't want to accept the fact that there's a lot of people out here sharing. There's a lot of them, whether you realize it or not, especially women, and I'm gonna get into why it's, uh, the women are uh, significant or it's just you know. It's more of them sharing than the men right now, you know. But everybody's out here sharing. 
you got men out here sharing. You know what I'm saying? Knowingly or, uh, or, or unknowingly. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to snatch or you're trying to take some, you know, take a woman from another uh, man, right? You're snatching. You are in a relationship because you are, have entered a relationship with this woman while she's already with a relationship with somebody else. You're sharing. You're sharing phone and, you know, conversations, uh, con uh, sex and all this other kind of stuff. You share it. And you people may not want to see it. Now, I do want to make some comments about some uh, some possible homosexuality. That's something else that I'm going to be talking about on here. And I don't hate anybody, but I just make things plain. Okay, I'm not here to make anybody feel uncomfortable, but I just got to make things plain. But I think there is something to be said about this, particularly this era where you have men wearing dresses and referring to each other as a wifey and bitches and, and, and things of that nature to where, you know, the second place to, to almost having sex with a man is to either have sex with his wife or to share a woman together, which was a a very common thing, you know what I'm saying? Running a train and whoop de woo, you ain't no fun if the homies can't have them, and all this kind of stuff that's uh, proliferated and promoted and has been promoted for many, many years. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anybody, well, I don't say that I don't think anybody, but I don't think anyone has really publicized, at least not in this community uh, recently, just how, um, just as more sexual undertones, you know, the, the yeah, the deeper, the deeper symbolisms by some of the things that we're doing. But getting back to the side piece conversation, everybody's sharing. Now, so what I want to say about the women, you got a lot of different factors. Uh, count how many women there are compared to the men's. All right, that's one factor. Now, let's count out how many available women there are to available men's. Okay, where you got a lot of men's locked up. A lot of men do, you know, may not be making a whole lot of money, might be homeless, might be on dope, you know, you might have, uh, this man might, you know, may not be into women or he may feel he's, there's a lot of different factors to where you're going to have a situation to where you're going to have a certain number of, and then you got, yeah, you got to look at that. There's only a certain number of good men to woman ratio, especially in this society. Because in this society, all they want to do is breed, a, you know, a good woman for some uh, reckless ass man. And there's just any, there ain't no other way to look at it but slice it. That's European culture one on one. Okay. So even though you might have you a, a, a woman that may not be shit, she may do a gang of dope and a whole bunch of other stuff but because how society has molded her for the most part for the average woman, she's going to have some desirable uh, traits and values. You know what I'm saying? It's much more, it's much easier uh, to turn, well, and this is subjective, right? This is just based on my opinion, but I feel like it's much easier to turn a, you know, a quote unquote bad woman into a good woman than it is to turn a, a bad man into a good man. And the reason that I say that is, is that you have so many different misogynistic societal factors that that men have to deal with every single day. You have all this, uh, negative approval you know negative appraisal about these activities that don't do you any good it doesn't benefit the us one you know one bit to objectify women non-stop to sleep around with any any conscious or any concept of what it is that you're doing and what it is that you're really representing because the spiritual connection and the, uh, and the sexual one has been separated 
but that's a whole another conversation possibly for my other part of my uh, podcast just the tech talk but you have so you have these realities right you have to deal with the fact that you know this man is now being geared to see women's bodies as an object for sex as a mechanism for his satisfaction we have to understand the deep psychological root here right <clears throat> where you have this this dude that you could go into other societies other countries you see naked woman it don't mean nothing okay it don't mean nothing but you have been geared to view this uh this woman as a as a means to an end uh, sexually so now you can't even walk down the street and uh, and assess this woman appropriately because the first thing that you're going to do just by the, just by the nature of society is you're going to examine what kind of benefits that she can have for you sexually you're going to observe her body you're going to observe her features you're going to wonder what is it like and i'm not saying that this doesn't happen when women meet or when a woman meets a man i'm just saying that this side this society conditions you for it even when you're not even that's when that's not your intention people say that men and women can't be friends that's not necessarily true uh if men and women couldn't be friends we wouldn't be able to be together we wouldn't have couples you know we always just uh assume that just because you can have sex with somebody and and produce children that's the that's the ultimate de facto or whatever uh, in regards to uh a relationship okay there's lots of relationships that go on without sex there's people who lose their body parts you know and no it's not the hey, look I ain't saying that everybody who done lost they fucking uh they they dicks or had something happen with they pussy did not have a hard time finding no goddamn love or that was as simple than a motherfucker uh sex is a thing that we do it's something that we like it's natural so it's that would you know cause some complications just as much as somebody only having fucking two legs i mean not two only two legs excuse me only two uh oh fuck i screwed that up I mean like one arm and one you know one leg only had half their body oh yeah i took that and put this down so <clears throat> i say all that to say that when you get back to the side piece they remember this is what we're talking about I'm trying to keep everybody on topic but i always like to go into a different kind of breakdown but um when we get into the side piece this is the reality of what's going on we have to figure out what we're going to do to minimize the uh, the collateral damage because I see a lot of collateral damage out here. I see people falling out. I see uh, families falling out because of uh, side piece situations. You know what I'm saying? You might be having a side piece, might be even within the family. You might want somebody or somebody might want you and this is someone attached to your cousin or brother, sister, something like that. Some In some cases, mama or daddy okay just to just to keep it real because the reality is uh for a very long time we haven't had the whole consistent i mean you have examples of it but you don't have that whole consistent this woman uh gets married to this man stays together for a certain amount of time you know a lot of things happen you know especially living in the life that we live here we live in the type of uh world of society where your wife or husband can be killed by the police for any given reason uh at all you know what i'm saying so now you got to rebuild you might find somebody uh that person might be kind of young or old is look i've been around for a little bit okay um well whatever attracts you know what i'm saying i've seen situations where 
uh, stepdaddies that wanted to be with their uh, daughters or the daughters that have been in love with the stepdaddy and vice versa. You know, so you have all different types of complications. Uh, to get into some less uh, just crazy sounding ones, uh, you have simple situations like, you know, maybe a co-worker, someone you spend a lot of time with. Maybe uh, you and your partner don't spend as much time as you would like to. Or maybe you spend too much time together. Maybe you guys work together. And, you know, you want a little bit of break from time to time because you guys see each other uh, so much under a certain condition. So I say all that to say that, uh, first of all, you need to examine and figure out whether or not uh, you are the side piece or you're the one out there uh, looking for a side piece. I think that's the first step. And then the second step, like my step is just be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these issues can be avoided if people just keep it uh, real just from the, you know, off the rip. You know, you might like somebody, they might be into you, but I'm just not against lying to get what you want. You know what I'm saying? Especially not in this game. You know, I'm from the town. You know what I'm saying? Or the Bay Area, however you want to do it. Because we, we know all about the Ward Brothers. I mean, a lot of y'all have seen the Mac. Uh, there's a certain level. And just in Cali in general, where the game is very prevalent. And there's rules to which this game should be played. Okay, now I'm not uh, a, your, your love guru in that sense. Or uh, your a pimp companion. Or, uh, you know, a, a kind of player whatever i'm just trying to tell you you know the facts and just kind of how i came up and then just kind of how i view things because i don't you know i don't obviously i don't believe in cheating i don't believe in lying or having to do all those things to to get what you want and when you look at african history that's kind of how we've been you know uh african history we've kind of found different ways to get what we want we just set up rules uh different types of marital systems uh, most of them were, you know, the women were most empowered because they the ones have, you know, popping out the babies and whatnot. So, you know, a lot of them benefited the woman and it's all it was always uh, about the children. So we wouldn't have a situation like we do now where you got a lot of men out there, you know, they making a lot of homes and they ain't putting them together. You know what I'm saying? You got one man, you got a few side pieces and you're making children. That's that's not appropriate. You know what I mean? At some point when children get involved, uh, serious steps need to be taken. Uh, whether you choose that you want to have a sexual relationship with that woman or not. Um, once a baby gets involved in it, the whole dynamic changes. And if we're going to be thinking with a, my African mindset and looking through the world through African eyes, this is how we have to start viewing things. Um, and this brings me back to my... Uh, well, no, I'm going to go make that uh, that polygamy point later. So, yeah, side pieces. After you've figured out what you are, how you're doing, and how you're going about doing it, you know, like I said, I was kind of talking about that. you got to come up with a system. What the hell are you going to do? You know, because you're dealing with this man or woman. You know, especially if you're a man. I can mostly speak from my perspective. You're dealing with a woman. You, you're a provider. You know, you're trying to make sure she has what she needs. If there's kids involved, you got to look after her kids with a certain level of respect, you know, that you'd even have, you know what I'm saying? A certain level of respect is usually the same kind of respect you would have for your own if you have your own. You know what I mean? That's something that's real, real important. Uh, another thing for those that's out there, you know, looking for these side pieces and stuff like that. Uh, if you if you know you got a little situation going and you like, to, and you like this person, 
and you want to do right by this person. I mean, just, you know, treat them good just because they're the person that you see, you know, not as often as your man. If that's the one that's helping you keep your head straight, that's the one lending you a little extra gas money here and there. You know what I'm saying? Watching after your kids just as well as they do their kids or whenever. You know what I'm saying? Y'all do enough stuff within a relationship, then you should have an, uh, enough dignity to give her something or him something um, that you would give someone else in the relationship. Okay, that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow, especially my monogamous folks. But when we're doing this on the basis of relationships, children, and all these other different types of things, um, that's the thing that has to come up, shit. That's why you gotta be honest, because you having a whole ass relationship. I don't give a damn if, if he, okay, peep this situation. Say that you with somebody, right? But you have, you know, you have a child with another woman or whatever, right? But you still gotta deal with that woman. You still gotta give her money. You still gotta make sure that your son has, you know, or daughter, whoever, whatever your child is, they got what they need, right? So in that sense, it's like, it, I mean, it's almost the same. It's, it's almost the same thing. You just put a different label to it, and that's a damn relationship. If we were in an African society years ago, just because you, you, your, your wife moved to another uh, room or place or something like that, if you guys were still dealing with each other, granted there wasn't another man in the picture, you know what I mean. Uh, and in many ways, that would still be considered your wife especially depending on your location. You know, you would still be doing those things. There's always a misconception that a marriage is always about uh, giving giving yourself up sexually. That is a very, uh, I mean, it's there, but that's a very Europeanized way of uh, conceptualizing these, um, a marriage. Uh, an African, first of all, Africans didn't call it a marriage. You know, these were unions. That's why you had different types of unions. I always harken back to Ethiopia because they had probably the easiest type of uh, marital systems to investigate. And they have they have three different kinds, uh, maybe more, but I know of three off the top of my head. And um, the first one is like a three-year marriage where a woman can, you know, once again, a woman is given a lot of power in this uh, situation to where the woman can decide if she wants to stick around after the three-year little period or whatnot uh, she can continue the marriage or she can uh, divorce and find someone new uh, they have another type of marriage where you uh where it's recognized by the church now if it's recognized by the church and uh, i don't want to give too much well i'll give a little historical backing on this uh the ethiopian church uh the christian one th this is going to be a lifelong commitment and their church is actually based on something that came from Europe and Western Asia, the, uh, the Byzantine Empire. When you get into the Church of Kush and the Church of Ethiopia, these are two different things because uh, you would have that. The way the tradition goes, there was a man who got uh, shipwrecked or son who got shipwrecked or something like that, taught his son how to read, and he becomes very, very enamored or enthralled with him. So naturally, he brings the guy on. They start trying to build churches. And this even begins a part to where this is why you have a lollibella. You know, I know a lot of people have seen Lalabella where you have the, uh, the churches carved in the stone, which is kind of hidden when you get into that because you had these um, disputes that was leading a lot of these churches to be burnt down. So I just kind of want to make that distinction real quick uh, between this Ethiopian church and then uh, something, you know, like and we're talking about spiritualities deriving from 
Kush or Ethiopia from Nile Valley. There's a big, big distinction that needs to be made there, right? But, oh yeah, and then the third one, of course, you have your uh, polygamous relationships. For many of those who are familiar with Dr. Ben, his grandfather had like 10 wives and 81 grandchildren or something like that. So, yeah, just to kind of give you guys that little contextual piece. And to even keep it realer, it's just like, God damn, you're going to be fucking this motherfucker on the side. You might as well get him something. You know what I'm saying? If you married and shit, and especially if you hide, especially if you hide, especially if you hide. Now, the family probably want me to tell you uh, to do the morally right thing or the ethical thing, which would be don't lie at all, break it off. And you know what I'm saying? Do what it is, you know, what you're supposed to do, you know, with honor. The reality is, ain't too many of you honorable motherfuckers out here. And I just have to say it just like that. Ain't too many of y'all. So what y'all need to do is the next best thing, if you're not going to have no respect for your honor, at least have some respect for their honor until they show you, you know what I'm saying, uh, a, a reason not to because, you know, that's a whole ass situation. You know, and you over here giving yourself, they giving themselves to you. Y'all exchanging energies and shit. Y'all passing energies along. You don't even realize that without knowing it, you passing some of your wife's energy or your husband's energy to the side piece. And the side piece transferring their energy to you and you transferring it on to your spouse. This is how it works. You know, that's just, yeah, that's just kind of how it goes. And it's kind of hard to... To set up a situation to where, the, you know, because you got a community out there and they trying to make this polygamy or polygyny or the polyandry work, um, but they really don't tie it that to any like spiritual background like a lot of the Muslims and the Jews do, which is, or the Mormons, that's another example. That's why they can kind of do it. You kind of have that, uh, that spiritual or religious background to kind of support those decisions. And then you, you got, you're not really looking at it, or most people are not looking at it from an economic one. You know, uh, because on the same token, uh, having a side piece, you got all these side pieces over here in Section 8 or whatever the hell you got going on struggling. And y'all could be putting one check into one damn house. You helping her pay her rent, her rent, your uh, shit, your wife or your girlfriend rent. Then you got to go help pay for her. All this other kind of stuff when people can be coming together and making something happen. That's not an idea that's really uh, that's really well received it's an idea that needs to be discussed and talked about because i have this opinion too uh they say if it ain't broke don't fix it but shit how do you know it wasn't broken this shit ain't never worked right <laughs> it never worked um well i can't say it never worked because it's been it's been around but the way that we're trying to do things it's not working because what we're trying to do is we're trying to force uh, monogamy on people that like the nature doesn't is not going to allow that to happen. And if we believe in epigenetics, shoot, this person probably had like a great grandma, a great grandfather, you know, who was was in one of those type of deals. You know, that's something that's already in his natural proclivity to begin with. But we have no idea that this is our natural proclivity. We don't know that much about our own history. Although, and they won't tell you too much about it. I've had to go in and I've had to see this through episodes, researching other topics and researching Ethiopia, trying to find out more about Haile Selassie. I learned about the marital system. Okay, and researching something completely uh, 
just yeah just slavery in general and just uh what the european covered up thanks to john henry clark i found out about different types of marital systems including the marital system that the herero people had which forced them to be uh or had a, a genocide committed against them by the germans because the germans wanted to create a half-breed race now for those who are not familiar or this just sounds like some crazy uh, black power talk or black chauvinism uh well send me a, send me an email and I will gladly show you or send you a copy of some of these sources. Okay, and not all of them are black. These are just gradual episodes. In a book, uh, uh, Gustavus Vasta, the uh, autobiography of, uh, what you call it? Uh, Ola, Ola Luda. I'm trying to think, uh, I'm trying to think of his, whole, his full name, but he even talks about episodes. He breaks down kind of what marital systems were even in the 1800s, right? That wasn't that long ago, and you still had these polygamous relationships going on and people being involved in them. This wasn't that far away or for that far removed from what we were doing is what I'm trying to say, right? And I believe that in respecting, you know, you know that person that you have in a relationship, respect everybody that you have in relations with. That's the main point. I'm not trying to say that you respect you know, whoever you dealing with on the side more than you that, that you dealing uh, with your quote unquote main or whatnot. What I'm saying is if you're going to be having relations with people, especially if you're going to have sexual ones, then we need to start uh, using a different type of respect. We should we, uh, a different level of respect should already be present when you're sharing that body. OK, I think if we start to change the way of how we interpret our relationships, and how we interpret our, our meetings or our um, whatever you want to call them, um, menage trois or whatever kind of fancy word, hookups or whatever. If we start to reconceptualize how we interpret those, then I think a lot of that respect can come back because there's not a whole lot of uh, respect in the, uh, in the term side piece or side chick or side nigga or side bitch. It only has as much value as you choose to put on it but at its base at its very core base when you break it down it doesn't start with a whole lot of value as something that um spouse would a word that that was that was created to show a deeper meaning a higher level something you know, of, of connection between this you know between these two people this wasn't something that's supposed to be designated as a you know just a passing fancy or whatever right so yeah in the subject of the uh of the side piece i think we need to start reevaluating our relationships reevaluating our sex reevaluating even what we define our relationships to be Yeah, but that's, you know, that's that. And I'm going to leave the side piece uh, thing, though, for now. I'm pretty sure that um, I might hear a little bit more about this. You know, if anyone has any questions or writes me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, man, y'all thought this was going to start off and just be super funny with, with that first five minutes, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's me, though. Got to keep it, <clears throat> you know, got to keep it technical. <laughs> but uh as far as uh, 
what else been going on, family? Another thing I want to been talk about, I want to talk about, and this is just mostly on the uh, on the social media. Okay, and this was brought up by someone else in a different podcast, and I'm not gonna bring them up because I'm not trying to attach myself to their name. I'm not trying to attach, you know, have you know anything like that. Um, I'm just a fan. So I was checking out their podcast, and they were talking about these uh, these social media. Um, what you call it, dogs or pimps, or I don't think that was the words they used, but that's certainly what I've been seeing on the uh, on the social media. And just to give you guys a, I'm not really big on it. You know, I used to use it a lot when I was a teenager, or just even younger than that. Like, but as soon as I started, you know, getting into work and getting into different things, I haven't always uh, committed a lot of time to it outside of like little activism. Like, if you were to see my Twitter, or if you still see my Twitter. Because uh, it's still up there. You, you'll see a lot of posts about propositions, what's going on, you know, in the world, current events, government, like things like that. Like I've always been into that sort of thing. Uh, right. But I haven't really been big on social media. So this whole year and, and some change has been really eye opening for me. I, I do see, you know, not, you know, when I first started, it was just like a, a random thing, you know, and I can't go lie, I've talked to somebody off the, off IG before, shit, I don't know, shit, it was different, uh, I did, I wasn't jumping on the first thing that, you know, was trying to talk to me, or the, you know, the thing that I thought was the cutest, but yeah, I've talked to, uh, you know, a girl off I, uh, Instagram before, but I have noticed that's become a real thing, like, you know, personally, I'm not good at using uh, apps or social media, I've tried them because, of how I work and, you know, getting busy, sometimes it's hard to, you know, to find the time to go out there and meet people when you want to meet people, you know? Um, but I always find my best relationship has always been meeting people in person. Uh, I always have the best uh, connections typically with people I meet in person and they can kind of get my energy. And so that's another reason why I really don't talk to people on Instagram. And then it's really hard to... Uh, to do so when you have like if you have a woman that you're attracted to on instagram nine times out of ten uh 500 of her other 1800 you know followers are also attracted to her and i'm sure you know probably a quarter of them are all real nice people just like i am and it just doesn't really you know it doesn't always really seem to work and then uh i also seen and i talk about this a lot i've talked about this on my youtube and my instagram where I've talked about people bringing the pulpit, and I actually have a podcast about that too, uh, where people have brought the pulpit into, you know, conscious media, you know, into the uh, sexual memes, depression memes, you know, you have all these different types of avenues for uh, <clears throat> advertisement and as a medium to really get your word out. And I've, you know, I've noticed a few situations of people using that um, poorly. You know, I saw one part, uh, and I commented about this, where I think this person received a video from somebody, and they always uh, promote how, you know, you can't pass up on the thick people. I think it's because, you know, they might be thick themselves. Um, but you can never pass up on them. Always, you know, shows a lot of love, makes a lot of memes using porno videos, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just got to throw that out there. So that's probably, you know, red flag number one, right? But, you know, she, he posts this video, and he crops it to where you couldn't really see her face, but... There's a few people who look like they knew, you know, well, I knew I recognized who that person was because I just kind of have that kind of memory. Like if I've ever had a conversation with you, if I ever debated with you or, you know, just had anything, I I remember probably, you know, what your name is or what you look like. 
most likely what you look like more than what your name is. <laughs> but I, you know, I always remember. And, you know, I made that little comment and I haven't, I didn't see them post for a little bit and I hadn't seen that girl post for a while. But, you know, it definitely becomes one of those things where if you're attracting a lot of attention, you're gaining any kind of level of stardom, because this is what happens, right? Any kind of level of popularity and you have desires. This is why I don't believe in this whole Masonic concept of uh, falling for people. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what I mean by falling for people, falling for these James Jones type people or the Umar Johnsons or the, uh, you know, the Elijah Muhammad's and uh, even Malcolm X to a certain extent, even though I really found very, very few flaws just personally with how I felt like he, you know, went about and did things. And I felt like he had a lot of integrity. Uh, I felt like a lot of those men uh, I mentioned have um, a lot of integrity with the exception of John Jones. Um, or Jim Jones, whatever the fuck uh, his name is, because that was just a fucking creep. Um, but as far as like the uh, Elijah Muhammad's, the Noble Jew Ali's, I think these people were, you know, had decent intentions, decent feelings. I just think that at the end of the day, shit, they're, they're only human. We expect people to be Jesus, and we can't even prove that the motherfucker walked on earth yet. I mean, shit. You want you expect a motherfucker to be a motherfucker you ain't never seen before, ever. Just saying. But um, yeah, I don't really believe in that whole you know, worshiping somebody and hanging on their every word. I I critique I critique everything. I critique myself first of all, but I critique everything, even from a respected elder or somebody I have a really expect a lot of respect for their opinion. I've found out even with just studying and learning more as much as I've learned, you can't really hold your head or your hat on that. So yeah, back to that point in the social media world. Yeah, that's what you got. You got people doing that. You know, I pulled up, you know, I pulled away from a few people who might have gotten the wrong idea about how I felt about them because, you know, it's, it's easy to be casual and, you know, candid. And I'm a candid person. Like I talk about whatever, like if I feel comfortable with you, you know, I can damn near talk about whatever with you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't have a problem, you know, but, uh, when it comes to, man, just the different things I'm seeing, then just the different type of people, like not even the people with the pages, the people who don't even post on pages to go lurk on the other people's pages. You know what I mean? And it ain't even, it ain't equal. It's a way more fucking thirsty ass necros, negroes, men on these pages than there are women and there are women that get on there thirst and i ain't saying that there's not i've dealt with a few of them um with my little bit of whatever uh, notoriety i've had a few uh let me tell you uh i've seen women who've had half the amount of followers i have get bothered on a much more regular and consistent basis it don't even matter it could just be like what's up what's up you hella cute uh thanks bam dick pic but, but that goes back to what I was talking about earlier about this is society. Society conditions men to only see sex when he views a woman. So then when you have a medium called social media, which already takes the intimacy out of conversation <laughs> and all definitions of it, all the intimacy out of the actual talking, being around, feeling a person, understanding a person really receiving their energy to really feel them now you have an outlet to where that's what you can do all day is just objectify a woman i mean 
but in different and in different ways you can objectify real women not to say that the woman that you objectify in a pornography is not a real woman but that's not who she really is that's her character that's why she don't give you her real name even if they do all the amateur stuff you know you're dealing with them at this level they're showing you this side of their self that's not who they are all day that's who they are with this person right but the message that gets lost is that is that one right there that's the message that gets lost that's not that person or that's not that person 24 7 this person could be deep thoughtful reserved you'd be you'd be really really surprised about some of these people that you actually go out and meet you find that they have a completely different idea and personality than what you originally thought. They shit nine times out of ten that they do, or eight times out of ten that they do, and then one times out of those ten, they might just be actually trying to subscribe to whatever they feel that you think that they are. And I've seen that happen as well. But that's my whole issue. Uh, this society makes it easy for you to uh, for men to objectify women and not be held accountable. You have a medium called, uh, or uh, mediums like uh, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, all these little dating apps or whatever. You have all these different mediums to where you've taken out the physical connection. And you've also taken out, in many cases, the spiritual. Because if you're just looking at this picture, you haven't even conversed with this person. You haven't even talked to this person. Even if you did reach out to them, are you conversing with them at a level that's really going to allow you to reach their higher consciousness? Or are you talking them to a level that, that just gets you to, to reach their sex? And the sex is one of the beginning, one of the, the early stages. That's a low stage. If, we, if you're talking about in the spiritual sense of... Um, no man i can't think of the, the term right now it has a lot to do with uh the transmigration of the soul right we had a you know you have to operate at a higher consciousness so if you're operating at the sex level you're not talking to their soul you're not dealing with their soul you're only dealing with them at a base level all right so i think so that's my opinion that's what i think is partially contributing to this uh this whorehouse <laughs> that you want to call uh, Instagram and social media uh, and it's really really sad it's really really sad because we could be using this medium for so much more unity uh, and we only seem like we want to uh, un you know unite our our fucking sexual organs and shit right which again it ain't nothing wrong with that I, I like sex I actually I love it um probably more than uh your typical scholar but i don't know i don't know that uh dr ben was pretty um open about what he liked and i i think i am too but hmm what's this 42 minutes in yeah i think i can cut it here y'all yeah i think i rambled for a little bit this was the first freaknik episode uh, probably not what a lot of people were expecting and definitely not what I was expecting. Uh, I'll probably try to mix it up and make it a little funnier. But uh, yeah, that's the first one, y'all. Check it out. Oh, yeah. And if you want to see all this little crazy, hilarious stuff I talk about or that I post from time to time because I take videos on and off, uh, please subscribe to my uh, YouTube channel, uh, Nisette Netter Tech TV. Also, follow me on Instagram. 
Tech Life, uh, T E W C L Y F E, and uh, Netter Tech TV as well. So I, I got those two pages, right? So yeah, that's all, folks. Uh, peace, love, and black power. Tell me what you think. Uh, send me in some questions, some suggestions, so we can talk about it. Um, I'm also going to be doing some little specials and raffles and things like that to kind of get you guys more engaged. All right. So we're almost at 45 minutes for the first episode of The Freaknik. Tune in next week.